Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information on Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Uh, hot on the heels of Air Venture, which uh, the numbers are in. They were up, What I think I saw, what, Dennis, 8% on attendance yeah, or something like that? 7 to 8%, and the, still the, the over 10,000 airplanes flew in, and... We were part of the crowd. Well, there you go. I was out catching lobster, and uh, Dennis was there uh, representing Just Plane Radio and, uh, I don't know, finding new things to buy for his Mooney 201. And and I'm assuming the list is long. Is this true? It is long, and it's constantly evolving and changing. Uh, There was a a press release that came out while we were there that really caught everybody by surprise. Uh, You recall a couple months back, we interviewed Andrew Barker at True Track. Yeah. Well, they are now part of Bendix King. They oh. got purchased during AirVenture. How about that? So uh, that's really kind of exciting. You know, so the fact that Bendix King, a very long established name in the uh, avionics business, recognized the value of experimental avionics and where things are going. Um, that, that, I mean, that's huge for us. That is. That's good stuff. You know, a lot of activity was happening at the show. Announcements, new uh uh, new planes, new gear, all that kind of stuff. We're going to dive as deep as we can into into that today because, you know, Dennis was there, and that was his role. I mean, well, let's let's be real. His real role was to go find out what he could buy for his airplane. <laughs> but while he did that, he looked at all the other cool stuff as well. And before we continue on any further, um, uh, we got to congratulate uh, Jim and Deb, Jim and Smokey, who we spoke with last week on the show that were there on site with their, uh, they, they had on display their new RV seven and sure enough, it did win an award, uh, from, uh, EAA or yeah. Right. Yep. It was, uh, the, yep. EAA presented them a plaque mm-hmm. for outstanding workmanship. Nice. One of, I believe eight plaques that were awarded for kit built aircraft during the show. Well, there you go. So, uh, all that work, uh, over the years uh, paid off. I mean, I, I'll tell you, the pictures that I saw of their aircraft uh, on Facebook and stuff looked really, really nice. So did it look that cool up close? I'm guessing it did, and that's why it won. Honestly, it looked better. Uh, I mean, we were looking at brand-new Cirruses and, and Bonanzas and all of these other airplanes out there, and you walk up to Jim and Debs, and it was far and above uh the quality that you were getting from those factory produced planes. Well, it was just incredible. The detail that Jim went through. Yeah. The paint job in particular just looked really, really nice. And I know he's very proud. He would be on the show with us today, but he's flying it uh, back still. I believe it's in, he's in transit with his uh, new aircraft or new award winning aircraft. So maybe next week we'll get Jim on. uh, So he can kind of take a victory lap on just playing radio for his new RV7. So congrats to them. Now, uh, we, we already mentioned that attendance was up. I predicted it. I called it. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. When you see the economy 
uh, taken off the way it is right now and the stock market's up and and uh, corporations are, are, are cooking right now, uh, all the indicators, economic indicators are pointing in the right direction, uh, I think it's pretty safe to assume unless weather comes in there and really dampens down things big time, which we had a little bit of that going on at the beginning of AirVenture, that it was safe to say they were probably going to break records. And I called it, and sure enough, that appears to be the case. Like you said, 8 to 10% increase in attendance. Uh, a lot of activity on announcements. I mean, I was getting press releases all week from different manufacturers and Amy Onyx uh, makers and, and new products and all that kind of stuff. A lot of activity. And I would say definitely anecdotally an increase from what I saw over last year. So did you feel that on site there, Dennis, or what? Yeah, absolutely. There was uh, just the energy was huge there. I mean, you walked into the barns uh, or the hangars, you know, to go look at the exhibit booths and they were packed. Everybody's uh, aircraft displays that were outside were packed. People were everywhere. The weather was great. Uh, like you said, it started off a little wet. We got almost six inches of rain between uh, Friday and Saturday, which really kind of dampened everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the arrivals were delayed, but it made up for it. By the time uh, Monday rolled around, uh, the field was open. People were flying in. Parking was filled again Monday afternoon after uh, after we recorded, and uh, it stayed full all week. It was fantastic. Yeah. So the weather, was it pretty clear through the weekend then, or just a little bit yeah. of stuff here and there, or what? We only got a little splash of rain on Friday afternoon, and I managed to avoid that by working in the simulator. So for me, I never experienced any rain all day, all week, and the temperatures were fantastic from the Midwest. Well, Um, I'm sure. Yeah, you get out there to Oshkosh, and, you know, we're based in uh, Florida. You're based in Minnesota. Basically, right now, uh, same temps for both. It's probably worse for you because it's even muggier, (laughs) you know, up in Minnesota right now, isn't it? And no, I, uh, it's been pretty nice and, uh, you know, high 70s, low 80s, and, and fairly decent humidity here. Oh, really? Uh, okay. I, I, weeks. I, I thought it was hotter than that, but uh, okay. It was before Oshkosh started. When we left on Friday to yeah. fly into AirVenture, it was 90 degrees right. and 100% humidity. Well, and that's what we have down here in Florida right now. You know, we're we're topping out at the 90s. It's uh you know, it's basically raining, even though there's sun. Sun is out because you walk outside. And you're you're out longer than thirty seconds. You're going to look like you just walked through a rainstorm. Uh, so you know, going to Wisconsin for Air Venture is very refreshing for a Florida boy like myself. And uh, I I love the weather there when I've been there at this time of year. So you had more of the same, is what you're telling me, right? Yep. It was beautiful yeah, weather. It was, it was absolutely flying. perfect conditions. We didn't have any air shows get canceled. Uh, Everything just worked out perfectly. Okay. Well, let's talk about a few highlights. uh, You know, first of all, did they they pull off the drone thing on Wednesday night and Saturday night for the night show or no? Uh, To be honest, I didn't get down to the flight line for the the night air show. We were walking back. We were heading over to check out uh, Jim and Deb's airplane. And so we were watching the, the air show from the sidelines instead of show center. Okay. So you didn't notice the drone thing, really? I had seen it already. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it was supposed and, to be new and improved, I believe, this year. And then what, what about the wall of fire? 
We definitely saw that. They yeah, had the, uh, the jet-powered truck there. They had the a MiG-17, I think it was, that was trying to race the uh, the, the jet truck. And then the, the wall of fire was going off at the same time. It was utter chaos and, and absolutely fantastic. Well, that's that's what they do. It's quite a spectacle if you have not seen it before. And it's kind of become a tradition uh, for AirVenture, for sure. So it's, uh, it's fun to see. If you don't uh, see it, it's hard. Well, you can't not see it anywhere on site because you see the whole sky light up. When they explode this thing, uh, you know these these uh, this wall of fire they create, which is basically like carpet bombing the runway or something. It's insane how much light it puts off, but you feel it because there's a you know the uh, compulsive counter. You know, uh, it's just loud as hell. <laughs> so let's be yeah. real. So it's that and your flesh burns make. temporarily because right. of the heat coming off of it. Yeah, it's 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 a really awesome spectacle. It is impressive uh, any way you look at it. But the drone thing has been a relatively new thing they've been doing the last couple of years. But they supposedly were kicking that up a notch for Air Venture. That's what I had heard. So you just didn't see it because you were distracted by well, real aircraft is what you're trying to say, right? More or less. Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, so you had that. Uh, everything went off, uh, you know, without a hitch in that regard, which is great to hear. Uh, attendance was up. Sounds like everybody had a good time. So we got to, you know, uh, well, we, we, we got to talk us about some more of the highlights that caught your eye uh, on top of, you know, the, the announcement you already mentioned about the, the one manufacturer buying an, another. Uh, what, what were some of the things that, that uh, well, you figured, hey, I got to buy this now? Well, other than the shorts that you told me about <laughs> last week, well, that was last. We you, talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, we we talked about the underwear. Yeah, uh, yeah see, yes. I, I'm not sure because uh, when you brought, you know, that's the kind of thing where you talk about and you try to block out as quick as possible. So I wasn't absolutely well, positive. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. Okay. You no, know, we talked about it, Greg, because it's the one time I think I've actually made you be quiet. Uh, yeah. You, you, you were, I sent you the it. picture of it, and all of a sudden you just you were speechless, which yeah. is Well, you, we talked about it last week, but then I saw the picture that uh, Jim and his buddies, uh, you forwarded it uh, to me via a text message of them actually sporting these new aviation boxer shorts or underwear or whatever you want to call them. Uh, from what what was the company Duluth Trading? Yeah, it was Duluth Duluth Trading Company. Yeah. yeah, you know, once you see a picture like that, you can't unsee it. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, well, and imagine from my perspective, I didn't take that picture. Deb did, and I was sitting in our camper looking across. And why are these guys taking their pants off and right. bending over to the? Yeah. I'm like, guys, stop! I'm eating breakfast over here. Oh. <laughs> and they just laughing hysterically. Oh, I'm sure they were. And while you were losing your breakfast. Yes, but uh, exactly. but it was one of the hot items, as you mentioned last week. People were picking up this aviation-themed underwear from Duluth Trading, one of the hot uh, products for sale at AirVenture. We got more coverage from the big event next, right here on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hi. It's very nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. So I was like goofing around today in the hotel. Uh-huh. And I made you a paper really? airplane. Yeah. So gives you a little insight to what I do. Takeoff is my favorite part of my job. Okay. And our relationship's about to take off. Oh, I so. love that. I'm a commercial airline pilot. And women like a man in uniform. <laughs> you know, I try to work that to my benefit. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. And uh, by the way, if you caught uh, The Bachelor this week, and I know you did because your better half probably made you watch it like mine, uh, you saw that, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, the, the, the Bachelorette, she dumped the pilot for some other schmo. And uh, this was after she got her freak on with him like four times. I thought for sure he was going to... You know, get the gold on that, Dennis. Well, you were cheering for him as a pilot, fellow pilot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Just go with me on this. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, we are uh, talking about more important things when it comes to the aviation world, and that would be Air Venture, uh, biggest uh, aviation event pretty much in the world. Took place last week. Dennis was there covering it uh, for us. Um, you, you ran into a lot of our friends, obviously, in the aviation community and caught up with uh, a few of those, but you made some new ones, right? Exactly. Actually, uh, had uh, one of our listeners uh, reach out to, to you actually first, um, but uh, yeah, we were actually able to meet up with some of our listeners uh, at, during the show, so that was a lot of fun. Well, listener uh, would be more appropriate, and that would bring us to Jeff, who is with us right now on Just Plain Radio. Jeff, welcome. How are you, buddy? 
I'm doing great. All right, how's so the, how's Captain Dennis and Greg doing today? Well, I'm fine. You know, yo, you haven't met me face to face, and there's legal reasons why we uh, <laughs> keep people at bay. Like, uh, like he does you. have a restraining order. Yeah, but uh, but Dennis and you, you got you got together there at Air Venture because you were going to be there, and you just reached out and say, "Hey, I hear you guys are going to be there. Uh, let's get together. Let's talk some shop. That kind of thing." That was kind of your motivation to to reach out, or what, uh, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. I love aviation, and I'm um, a frequent listener to the show, and I thought um, I had heard Dennis mention that he was going to be at the EAA Air Adventure show, and I thought I would reach out to see if I could meet somebody face-to-face that I've been listening to for quite some time. Well, there you go. So you got to hang with Dennis, and obviously the first thing he, he should have said to you is, uh, uh, I apologize for Greg and, well, himself, too. Let's, let's, not, uh, let's not let me get all the credit. Uh, there dennis but but i mean what what did you guys talk about dennis what what uh kind of shop did you discuss well this is a this is a shocker but the first question uh that he asked was is greg ever going to get his license duh yeah and the answer is yes i'm uh you know i'm i'm just enjoying the journey you know it's not about the destination jeff you know this if you've listened uh anytime over the past that uh, you know, I'm just trying to you know make the the joy of learning to fly just last forever. <laughs> Sounds good, yes. doesn't it? Yes, it does. Okay, all right. Yeah, there, there's other right. ways to enjoy learning to fly. It's called adding additional ratings. You know, you could uh, get that pilot's license, and then you could work on your instrument rating, right? And maybe get a commercial. It's going to happen. You know, yeah. yeah. All right, but okay. that is that what you've been doing, uh, Jeff? I mean, where are you at in your you know aviation life, so to speak? What do you think? Yeah, um, I actually got my license pretty late in life. Uh, it's been a passion of mine, and my wife actually gave me a Discovery flight a few years back, and um, it actually made me check into it a little bit more, and I uh, ventured into the airport and uh, enrolled myself into some classes and uh, hasn't really, haven't really stopped learning since. Um, pretty much uh, stayed with it and got my instrument commercial and single and multi. So I, wow. I just really enjoy it and then uh, just constantly been staying at it well do you own your own aircraft or are you renting or what do you got going right now i actually do own a uh cessna 182 mm-hmm. single engine plane uh similar to dennis his uh mooney that he has so it's not as nice but it uh it does get me from a to b and my wife and family enjoy flying around in it well no what do you mean it's not as nice 182 <laughs> those are nice aircraft uh, okay his mooney 201 might be a little faster but, yes, uh, it's well equipped as well. Well, the 182 though is is probably a little bit more comfortable to sit in. Uh, is there more space, mm. right, Dennis? Come on. Well, that was the first thing that Jeff had mentioned to me too. He's like, you know, yeah. I've always heard that Moonies are cramped, and you know, Jeff's a pretty tall guy, right? And he hopped right in there without a problem at all. And actually, what what did you say? It was kind of like fitting in a riding in a sports car. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it's kind of how you described it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's more room fair. than I anticipated as well. Yeah, well, you fit. That's all that matters. Yes. You I know, uh, but yeah, there's a little bit more room in the 182. So, yeah, what, what do you got power in that uh, monster of yours? I have a Continental four, uh, 0470 engine in there. Okay. And that'll cap out at what you figure when you're flying at cruise? Uh, cruise speed's about 120 knots, okay. roughly. All right. So uh, it sounds like that would be an ideal island hopper to me. But is that what well, you, you do with it, or you just fly around wherever you can fly, Jeff? What do you think? Uh, pretty much just go away for weekend getaways with my family. And, yeah. Uh, we, we really do enjoy it, and it does give us the ability to 
to go places that we wouldn't venture out with our vehicle. I bet. So, and you, so when you're not at Air Venture in Wisconsin, you're based where? I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, so I, I grew I, up I know there. you have some connections there as well. I absolutely. Well, that'd be a fun place to fly away from. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I kid. Cincinnati, beautiful place. I, I grew up there. I did. But I grew up there with the idea, like, I want to leave and move to Florida, and that's what I eventually did. So, But, you know, if I had my own aircraft like you, I could easily do that. Have you ever flown it down to Florida or the Caribbean and done any of that kind of stuff yet or not so much? Never been to the Caribbean, but I have been to Florida and uh, to the Destin area as well as Orlando at okay. my point. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, that sounds pretty awesome. Uh, and then so when you met Dennis – uh, other than it being a letdown, uh, what did you learn uh, from him, or did you pick up any uh, little you know knowledge nuggets that that you can share? Or what do you think there, Jeff? Yeah, so my avionics and my plane are you know uh, they're a little dated. So we actually um, Dennis and I met at the Evidon booth, Evidine, and uh, he was actually giving me a tutorial on some of the avionics that he's done to upgrade his plane. And mm-hmm. Austin and him and Dennis both were very well educated in the product and. Uh, help me understand and start thinking about what I might want to do in the future. Well, that's what uh, Air Venture is all about: is uh, talking shop with your fellow aviation enthusiasts, and, and yeah, uh, finding somebody who's gone through the process of something you potentially want to do for your aircraft. And Dennis is a perfect example, and his son Austin—they'll talk your ear off after they've done that whole uh, Avidine upgrade. Am I right, Dennis? Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And especially yeah. when you got the whole booth there, you can show them everything and. You know, Jeff is in a little bit better situation than I was. He's already got a Garmin 430 in ah. his system, which you could actually upgrade it to an Avidine Much with easier. nothing more than a screwdriver in about five minutes of time. Well, it sounds like you got uh, stuff to spend money on. Am I uh, correct in that assumption there, Jeff? What do you think? Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of uh, toys to buy at the uh Oshkosh Air Venture Show. That's for right. Sure. It's like Christmas time for aviators that have money. Absolutely. <laughs> the list that goes on and on. That's right. Keeps getting longer and longer. Well, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio, Gregor Copilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis navigating the latest aviation news and information and uh, covering. You know, the fallout or the uh, basking in the afterglow of Air Venture. You made some new friends. Obviously, Dennis, that's a good thing. And uh, thank uh, Jeff for giving us a little report from his perspective. That's always fun. Uh, what what else caught your eye, though, or maybe your son's eye? Or Well, for that matter, your entire family was there at Air Venture. Am I right? Yeah, we had everybody showed up uh, by midweek. We had everybody there, so it was great. You know, Austin and I came in early on Friday to kind of get camp set up. My wife and daughter came in midweek and then left early, and and then uh, Austin wound up uh, heading out on Friday afternoon before uh, the storms came through. And 
Uh, and I just took my time getting out on Saturday. So, so Austin, you know. in particular, he's going through uh, flight training right now to begin, become a commercial pilot. Like for well, he for is already a commercial pilot. He well, is actually commercial and multi-engine rated. And he's trying, but he's working towards being, you know, working for one of the big guys, right? That's right. He's working goal. to become a, a professional airline pilot uh, as is his ultimate goal after he graduates. So what was he looking for from his perspective? Was it uh, educational type stuff or was he thinking, hey, look, I want to get a, a GA aircraft too. Let's look at this, dad. I mean, I yeah, I think he was more interested in looking at like the kid foxes and things like that. What kind of fun flying can we do? The, the kid foxes? What a do you mean? Kit fox, kit a kid fox, a little tail dragger, you know, like Trent Palmer flies around, you know, backwoods, uh, backcountry stole type ah. of an airplane. Okay. All right. So he, he, he was pretty uh, hooked on the idea of building a plane like uh, Jim and Depp with their RV6 yeah. or 7, yeah, I mean. Something along that line. Yeah, we were looking at those. Uh, we that- saw Draco come in, and it was uh, on display right in show center in front of Garmin's booth. And so the Draco thing—that is the the stall champion, or what Correct. is it, the slow fight flight champion? This thing can land and take off in like what twenty feet? I think or something? its own. Yeah, I think its own fuselage length that can be in the air and land just as quickly. Yeah, that would be a fun toy to have. And that's kind of what it would be if you got something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. what it's really not practical. It uses too much gas, doesn't go fast enough for cross countries. But it'll land on a dime, literally. And pick it up, too. Yeah. There you go. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Talk about soaring like a bird. What? Because we're as high as a bird, we're going twice as fast. Do me a favor, take the controls for a second, will you? (laughs) I'm just messing with you, kid. Funny, you're a funny guy. You got it. When I go around and This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and reflecting on a hugely successful Air Venture 2019 in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Dennis was there on site. Uh, I could not be there once again because the last couple of years, well, last three years to be specific, uh, Air Venture uh, conf- conflicts with Florida spiny lobster season. It is driving me crazy. And uh, I don't know if it's gonna we're gonna have the same problem next year or not. But I have forty eight hours to go catch lobster in Florida. They open up this special sports season for us scuba divers, and it happened smack dab in the middle of Air Venture. And it's like, hey, what am I gonna do? Eat uh, Florida spiny lobster uh, after I catch them, or go to Air Venture, or try to do both? And next year I'm gonna try to do both because I have a feeling it's gonna conflict. I don't know. Do we even know what the dates are for next year? 
Yeah, I haven't looked yet. Uh, well, I'll we'll uh, we'll follow up on that for next week so we yeah. can start planning. That way, you got a year in advance to try to work out and make arrangements. Right. Well, by then you'll have a jet and you'll be able to pick me up in uh, in South Florida after I catch lobsters and then zip me back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, because you know, I, a lot of things could happen between now and then. You never know. You never know. It could happen. You know, we can you get know one what? of those uh, new uh, Sonic jets and get us back and forth because it's a two-seater now, right? Did right, you see that but, thing? Uh, if, if you read the article about Paul Dye flying his from Reno to Oshkosh, it was like five hops just to get it there because it's only got about an hour range. Hmm. It's kind of kind of limited on fuel. Okay. Well, there's that. So, so we might have a better chance of trying to finagle a ride with the folks at Cirrus, you know. I've, okay, now we, we're talking. We now have a, the Cirrus's rep uh, for our area is actually mm-hmm. now based at my field. So Yeah, guys, uh, help me out. It's, yeah. uh, you know, I, I have this conflict of Florida spiny lobster tail and hanging out at Air Venture and eating cheese curds. And if I could bring the two together. Cheese well, curds and Florida. It might be lobster. possible, Greg, yeah. if they've got an airplane going to Orlando back to McGee Tyson in Knoxville, right. which is their d- delivery center, then they could get you on a different plane that's going to Air Venture. You know, maybe we can make this work out. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to we'll have to work with them for next. I'm year. telling you, lobster and cheese curds go perfect together. I'm just I bet thinking. it would be a good combination. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I had a successful uh, lobster season for what it's worth. Uh, so did you I limit just, out on the air again? Of course. I, I limit out every year on the radio. So, uh, yeah, we were able to so get... what is the up, price per tail at Publix right now? Uh, at least, uh, like, you know, 10, 20 bucks a pound, something like okay. that. It's crazy. Yeah, it, And the it, fact it, you know that... Way cheaper than going to catch them yourself, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but... Uh, it's about the adventure of going out there. And, oh, yeah. I mean, you get to go dive. I mean, how much cooler is that? Right. You know, once again, we got to figure out a way to combine... Uh, these two activities a little bit you can't you know you can't fly right after diving you have to wait you know 18 to 24 hours after your dive before you can jump in an aircraft but that's easily schedulable i get that question all the time like hey you can't combine flying and diving i'm like oh yeah you can if you plan it right i mean you got to fly home you know from the caribbean and stuff so you know if you're flying your own aircraft you have a little bit more control even on how much you could dive because you could potentially say, okay, I'm not going to go over a thousand feet and fly from one island to the next. And if you stay below a thousand feet uh, flying, which isn't probably ideal, but you could do that and, and dive right away. Well, I remember uh, us coming dive. back from Bimini. I mean, it, honestly, it didn't make sense for us to even go to 3,000 feet coming back because by the time we got to the, our cruise altitude, we were already having to descend to back into Fort Lauderdale. So right. flying at 1,000 feet is actually not a uh, unreasonable altitude well, for that 50-mile flight. Especially if you're just island hopping. I mean, you know, right. it's one thing if you're flying back to the States from some island in the Bahamas, but if you're just popping from one island to the other and, and you could literally dive – uh, you know the the ceiling for for scuba divers is a thousand feet. If you go over a thousand feet, you're not supposed to you're not supposed to uh, fly right after diving. But if you stayed under a thousand feet, you could get away with a lot more. Or you got a little bit more wiggle room, uh, so to speak. But you know the thing is, there's a lot of pilots that dive and, and vice versa. So you know that's what my ultimate goal is. Um, you know, to well, do isn't that why you started this show? Exactly to get to some of the sites where you know the lobster haven't been picked over, which is what happened on uh, you know what what happened. We went right out at midnight because they open up this little you know two day sports season at midnight twelve oh one, 
And we did a night dive like that, caught a few lobster, and then we, you know, went home, slept a little bit, got up on a later boat because most of the other divers get up at the crack of dawn and get out there on the reefs and, and get all the lobster. And sure enough, they did because by the time we got out there on a boat dive after, uh, they we couldn't find squat. So if we had an aircraft and, and could fly to some remote spot off the coast of Florida where, where not many divers get to go or something – uh, we could clean up with lobster. So, you know, we, we have a mission, I guess is what I'm saying, to combine some of our two favorite things, flying and, uh, you know, uh, diving, or in this case, catching lobster, and best of all, eating them. Because they are tasty, tasty little morsels. So we'll work on that for next year. But getting back to Air Venture. And Since what, we're talking about eating. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have gone uh, hungry if I would have came out with you, from what I hear. Is that right? No, no, absolutely not. And, and we're not uh, talking vendors... about uh, a week of just uh, living on cheese curds alone. I mean, you got to mark that one off the list, of course. But they had everything on site this year again, or what? Yeah, I mean, they're the restaurants and, and the concession stands are fantastic. You know, lots of choices available there. But the vendors, um, you know... They're all offering, you know, apps and taps type of a thing every single night. I don't think there was a day that went by that I didn't have at least one or two offers to join, uh, you know, a certain vendor to come out to their booth. I mean, Avidyne actually put up a, uh, they call it a delightfully tacky uh, inflatable Irish pub. And in there they had Guinness on tap and whiskey and they were serving it in actual glass glasses that you got to keep. So I've got... Avidine shot glasses, Avidine beer glasses. Sweet. <laughs> you know, it was a great time. And, you know, my kids uh, realized that it's Wisconsin, and Wisconsin allows them to drink alcohol if they're with their parents. Oh, really? So, yeah, Wisconsin, you know, maybe it's a little German heritage there, but they're a little bit more relaxed in their in their laws. And so it was enjoyable that we could, you know, all kind of participate in some of the activities. Well, Avidine's, uh, I, their color scheme is always green. So is that the right. connection to the Irish pub thing that they did? Yeah, I think it was just an excuse to have whiskey. And well, beer. yeah. And God bless them. God bless them. But yeah. then you know, Four Flight had a had a big event going on too, where you know they had appetite, you know, just trays upon trays of uh, you know appetizers, everything from burritos and wraps to sandwiches, and and the people that came out there. I mean, I ran into Flight Chops and uh, Steve Ocanivo, and you know, people like that were all just milling around. Everybody's just you know. Just informal, socialized, no pressure. Steve O'Canivo, who the hell is that? He is the he's one of the uh, YouTube celebrities. Got a a YouTube channel. He's also uh, the Bahamas uh, official GA ambassador. Oh, okay, Uh, okay. Yeah, remember we met him uh, at the Bahamas uh, event at Sun and Fun. Right. All right. I didn't know that was (laughs) that was his moniker. I love that's his uh, that's his handle on YouTube. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. I mean. The thing is, if you time it right, you literally could hit the events at the right time and not have to pay a buck at all for your food. <laughs> you could do that, but you know, don't don't uh, hold back because the thing is, at all these events, same thing for Sun and Fun. It, it blow your mind how well they, uh, you know, the, the the vendors set up the uh, restaurants and and food places. This isn't like you're going to live on cheese curds or elephant ears and fried Snickers all week. They actually nope. have really good food. It's really and even shocking. back at the campground, you you wind up uh, getting invited to things too. You know, uh, Jim and Smokey put on another steak dinner again that just you know completely blew us away. I mean, yeah. we had 
ribeye steaks and and taters and salad and pie and all sorts of stuff you know right at the campground i mean well, you're nobody making my lobster sound crappy now jeez hey, see i'm trying to tell you why you need to come to air venture well next year once again we got to work it out where we can get uh get me picked up in florida with my lobster and fly fresh florida spiny lobster to air venture that would be a trip uh, it would be that surfing would be something that would be surfing turf for air venture exactly we'll have to coordinate that with jim and smoking taters yeah i think we got a plan for next year it's coming together slowly but surely and i'm sure by the time it comes around next year we will have forgot about it long ago just how it works when you get to be this age all right more coming up stay close Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Are you nervous? Uh, never flown before. Nothing to it. Just sit back, be a bird. Sometimes I cry, sometimes I fly like a bird. Well, don't cry. This is just plain radio. So uh, you should go flying. I am Gregor, co pilot, Captain Dennis, uh, reflecting on air venture. Uh, the food, obviously, the uh, aircraft, the drones. There was some drone news that you can share with us. I believe, yeah. or some kind of drone event, or what? Yeah, so Wednesday night, uh, AOPA hosted their, uh, I think it was their third annual drone social. 
Um, and this was uh, sponsored by the folks at DJI, and they they did a great presentation on what DJI is doing to improve drone safety. You know, in in height of uh, increased awareness and the issues like at Gatwick earlier this year, where you know they shut the airport down for a couple of days because of drone sightings. Uh, DJI is now uh, putting in uh, some additional features into their software for the geofencing to make sure that you can't fly in a no-fly area. They're enforcing some mandatory quizzes so you actually have to answer questions before you can start up the drone uh, just to make sure that you're you know aware of the rules that are in place things like that and they've also committed to adding adsb uh, in to all of their drones that are over 250 grams so in other words all of their uh, larger recreational and professional drones will now be able to see when aircraft are near them and show that on the controller or on the on the app Okay. So that's that but was some big still, announcements out of them. It'll still be up to the pilot of the drone to say, "Oh, holy crap! There's an aircraft. I got to get the hell out of here." Kind of deal. Exactly. And, and like, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't go the other way around and put ADSB out so that the pilots know that the drones are operating near them. But hey, baby steps. Yeah. At least the at least the drone operators will be you know alerted to the fact that there is an airplane in the vicinity and you know should be able to avoid appropriately. Right. Well, yeah, they're uh, pretty amazing things, but that's good to see that they're they're making some strides in, in that direction to make them uh, even safer. Uh, did you fly and, uh, any? Did you play uh, I, I in didn't, the net? No, I didn't get to go play in the drone net. Uh, no. I figured I'll just save that for home. Got it. Okay. And, and then as far as aircraft, uh, what caught your eye there at AirVenture this year, Dennis? Well, uh, I was really looking forward to one airplane in particular. Um, I think we had talked earlier about uh, the the Plane Savers project and how uh, Mikey McBrien from uh, Buffalo Airways had uh, purchased a DC-3 that was abandoned up in Quebec and had a mission to get it in the air and fly it for D-Day. Right. Uh, Well, he brought the airplane to AirVenture. So I got to see... CFDTD in person. I got to meet Mikey and got my picture taken with him even. Yeah. Uh, he brought Stella with and a couple of the students from the college up there that had helped do the restoration came down. So it was really cool, you know, having watched this for 150 some episodes to actually see these people in person and see their handiwork. And, you know, there's Stella, you know, standing up in the in the doorway there, just like you see her in the show. It was really quite cool. So they uh, they were documenting all this stuff on their YouTube channel, and uh, they got a, quite a bit of followers on this, which is impressive stuff. But did, did you talk to them a little bit, like, uh, and find out did they have any issues, like uh, meeting all their deadlines, or was it was there any issue at all? Well, there really wasn't an issue. I mean, they they had a good plan, and you know they they were able to follow through, and they had you know a lot of good helpers. I mean, if they they wouldn't have been able to do it if they hadn't have done the work at that uh, particular airport where they had the university there, because they had a had hangar space. They had people that were knowledgeable to pitch in and and be able to help, and so uh, I think that really really made the project a success. But uh, I am excited to hear that uh, he, Mikey's going to be announcing sometime in the next couple of weeks here a season two. So they're going to be doing this again with another airplane. So uh, I've reached out to him and given our, him our information so that we can hopefully get him on our show to talk about uh, Chapter 2 of sure. Plane Savers. Plane Savers, yeah. Just Google it or YouTube it and uh, their channel will pop up. Well, that's good to hear. Now, what about uh, some of these new elect, uh, electric or hybrid uh, planes that we were we were kind of alluding to last week that I know you're going to keep an eye out. Did you find any of those or what? 
Uh, well, I did talk to the people from ElectroAir about uh, what they were doing with the the SkyMaster, um, and there, you know, we talked about that last week as well. So, you know, there was a lot of them out there. Uh, Pipistrol's got their electric one. Uh, Sunflyer's still working on theirs. I saw some ultralights uh, that were battery powered now. Uh, there's just there's a lot of a lot of new stuff coming, and it's it's starting to get mainstream. Yeah. Well, there was one that was literally like a quadcopter that would carry a a person. Did you see that? Did you get? I, I saw that, that one, but I think that was the one that the, they were actually donating that to the museum. But in the innovation center, they had uh, you know a whole bunch of options. Some that looked like rocket belts, others that you kind of laid on like a sled with a, a little window in front of you. There, there was definitely a lot of options out there. Airbus had one of their prototype uh, air taxis uh, in a, a pavilion that you could see, and, and that was more of your Uber quadcopter type of a thing. You know, mm-hmm. looks like a little taxi cab with a, with wings and props on it. Yeah, but uh, but you didn't see anybody flying these things around, or did you? No, they they weren't flying around the show. Yeah. Now, how was it to leave AirVenture? I mean, you told us last week what it was like to fly in. You got in there before the rain, but was it a mad dash? You know, from for from you know from the event on uh, Sunday, or were you part of that uh, melee or, or what? No, it wasn't too bad. Uh, we uh, Austin actually wound up leaving early on uh, Friday afternoon, and so he just went over to the uh, the departure briefing uh, uh, building that they have, and they gave him a, a copy of the the departure portion of the notum, and you know it was really simple for him, just you know taxi on out. The flagman will bring you to the end of the runway, and so he flew your stayed. plane home. Yeah, once again, uh, he left me behind, and I got to drive the RV. He got to fly home, and in, in fact, he uh, wound up going past our house out to the Fargo area with some friends for a day. So he actually flew back with one of the one of our local flight instructors uh, who wanted to go out to uh, Fargo and convinced him to go with him. Huh. So, so he they, called he him up and nice said, hey, little, Dad's not home. I got the plane. Let's go. Yeah, pretty much that was it. Yeah. So. Well, that, that's what you do. When you're a guy like Austin, you even get away with that kind of stuff. But you have no idea well, where he went? Uh, or no, he- I do. They oh. went out to uh, Moorhead, Minnesota, which is on the Minnesota border from Fargo. And, Did he have uh, your credit this- card, too, so he could buy a 150 no, or $200 for his own gas. Oh, own gas. But, yeah, but then there's always the hamburger thing. Yeah. Dad, I'll pay you back. Heard that one before. Uh-huh. On that note, we'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. Nice news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.